Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Podcasting presents House of Kim with Kim Zolciak Beerman. Join Kim, her husband, and six children as she shares her journey to success and the positive mentality that brought her here. Come on in and make yourself at home. Now, here's your host, Kim Zolciak Beerman. Welcome back, you guys, to a brand new episode of House of Kim, where Ooh. we unapologetically share the ups and downs of our unpredictable life. And just like you guys, always trying to find a way to inspire and increase positivity in our daily lives. Welcome, you guys, to <laughs> Safe Space with Kim and Croy. We have changed our name. Our, it wasn't really a name, but fan interaction. Yeah. We've been racking our brains. I was going to say, like, preaching positivity or I don't know. So Fan, Fantastic fans. Yeah. But we like Safe Space with Kim and Croy because we want this to be a safe space for you to send us your questions, your comments, your concerns, if you don't mind, we'll mention your name. If you don't want your name mentioned, we cannot mention it. We can call you uh, an alias name uh, to to hide your identity. Uh, send it to us at houseofkim at kimzolsack.com. Text or, or voicemail at 323-213-8100. Again, this is for us to be able to give you our thoughts and our advice on how we would handle that situation that you're currently experiencing and, and also implement our philosophy and positivity and our life mantra that we live our life with and help you navigate that situation. So we get tons of emails. There's so many emails that have been coming in. We are absolutely loving it. And I will have you know that we read every single email. We do. Um, it may not be all of them. I don't think we finished reading all of them from last week to this week yet because there's hundreds and hundreds of them. But Anyways, we might just read yours on our podcast as well. Okay, pandemic mom guilt. Uh, we received a lot of feedback, like I'm going to read from Yvonne, and you are not alone. Yvonne sends an email, says, how do you balance being a mom, a businesswoman, find time to work out, still focus on family, and love yourself all in one day? Am I being selfish by wanting to focus more on me? Help. I don't think you're being selfish at all. If you're not at your best, you can't give your best to your husband, your children, your job. I definitely... Over the last, I would say, like, two years, I usually don't take the time for myself, like, as far as, you know, going and getting a facial or something, or even putting a mask on at home, for example. Like, I would never do that. I got so busy with all these little kids running around and stuff, and then finally, like, a couple years ago, I was like, oh, my gosh, I really need to, like, just take the 10 minutes to do it because it makes me feel better. Sometimes I'll get in the bath, like, if I have a migraine or my muscles are sore, sore I love to take a bath. I sleep better. Even though it's, like, to me, it's, like, annoying, like, oh, I don't want to get in the bathtub and, like, uh, but I make myself do it. I sleep better. That way I get up and I feel better. I think being a mom for me has been getting harder and harder as they get older because everybody wants my attention and it seems to always be at the same time. So mom, watch this. Mom, watch this. Mom, look at this text message. Ariana's like, mom, can we go to the store? Like there's always 
all of the, you know, when they're babies, they're not, you're feeding them a bottle or, you know, you're feeding them baby food and then they're eating, you know, they're just, they're little babies and they're little kids. And then all of a sudden they like one day they grew up and they have all this stuff going on with school. And so it's definitely, I do sometimes feel very overwhelmed. I'll look at Croy and like Croy and he's like, give your mom some space. That's like his famous, give your mom some space. Um, I running for me is my favorite. Um, I haven't been doing it as much as I was doing it, um, because I have been so busy, but I think running and taking that time out, I try to bust out like four miles in 35 minutes or so and just do it really quickly. Like, I don't want to, again, I'm one of these people, like you can either walk, I'm going to run just to get it over with. I think it's important for your mind and, and your body to, to exercise. I think there has to be, you know, a balance. I will give until like I'm wore out, exhausted to my kids, right? I think that's every mom's almost downfall, if you will. Like you just will give and give and give and you'll always listen. You'll always watch. And then you like, ah, now I'm trying to say to like KJ yesterday, he came in three times. I'm like, KJ, I'm working on something. Give me one second, honey. And he waited and that was fine. And I finished what I was doing. So I'm trying to do that instead of like stopping what I'm doing. And because if I did that every day, I wouldn't get anything done. Yeah. But I definitely think as the kids get older, it does get harder. But yeah. no, it's I, important to focus on yourself. Yeah, I think my stroke really taught me that as well. I was doing like way too much. Right. And a couple of years after the stroke, I was like, you know what? It's really not worth doing all that. Right. And that's a great question. I think everybody in this world has this exact same question. How do you balance everything? One thing that we have found that I found interesting was I didn't really realize that I had been doing it prior to having kids, but my life had been very regimented, right? Like you had to be on time at certain places and, and be there for meetings and workouts and lunch. If not, and you got buff. fined. So that's right. a really great way to stay on um, schedule. But even, even in college where you didn't get fined, but you know, time, you know, you had time for homework, you had time for workouts, you had time for work and all those things. And so when you approach life and set up a, a routine, right? Find that routine, get used to that routine so that your family yep. knows when, what to expect when, mm-hmm. when they're with you, when they're, when you're going to be working out and they can, they can become familiar with your routine. And ultimately it's not about quantity. It's about quality, right? So you can spend five hours with your family, but if you're so tired from your day because it's just all out of whack and not in routine, you're not spending quality time with your family. It's like you didn't spend a minute with them, even though you sat next to them for five hours because you weren't engaged, you weren't responding, you were, you may be sleeping, you were zoned out at the TV. So you really have to be spending quality time and maximizing your efficiency when it is doing what you're doing so that yeah. you can, you yeah. know, maximize your sleep routine so that you wake up ready to go. Well, we've not been day. doing very good about our sleeping routine. I was online last night till two 30 in the morning drinking it's okay wine, to let loose. you know, you got to let loose, you know, just like, and then I, we have to get up at six 30 in the morning and get the kids to school. And I love to go to bed early. I love to be in the bed by nine 30, you know, asleep by like 10, 10 30 and then up at six 30. I was that way with my girls. We went to they went to bed every single night at eight. I went to bed every single night at nine, and I got up. I think it was seven with them to take them to school every morning. But we had a very pretty pretty uh, standard routine Monday through Friday or Monday yeah. through Thursday. Our kids always are in the bed by eight. Um, KJ and Cash can stay up maybe till nine. It just depends on kind of the day, but um, they've always had a really good schedule. But yeah, I mean, I'm a procrastinator too, so I find like I just need to get it done. Right. You know, people say if you if you have to do something and it like just get it done. Like right. I'll Don't just push like, it off. I'll just, I'll just, I'll do it tomorrow. Or, you know, like that, I do right. that with text messages. I have how many unread text messages I have at the present moment is, um, 
297 yeah. on red text messages. Yeah. Like instead of just opening them, reading them and like, like I just get so busy, they right. get buried. Like I need to take the time to actually go through it. It would make me feel better if I went through my and deleted them or whatever. Yeah. Anyways, prioritizing stuff is um, important too. And you should be, you know, your top priority if your kids are in school. As soon as you drop them off, you know, come home. I like to work out at night. That's kind of what cramps my style. I don't like working out first thing in the morning. No matter how hard I've tried, I just, it's not me. Um, so that's the only thing that kind of throws a wrench in our schedule. But Jocelyn D from Vancouver, Canada, she left us a very sweet uh, voicemail. Let's hear it. Hi, Kim and Croy. I'm 26 and newly engaged. Um, I got engaged during COVID, which was the exciting part. And my question for you guys is me and my fiance are super in love, we love each other. And we really want a successful family, just like you and Croy. Um, I love how you focus just on your kids and all the positivity. My question is, because you decided to focus on your family so much, did that kind of cause you to get rid of a lot of toxic friends and people around you just to let you really focus on the family a lot more? Thanks so much. I love your guys' podcast. I'm so glad that it's back. You guys are my favorite. Bye. Well, first of all, congratulations on the engagement. Yeah, That's so exciting. You know what, girl? Honestly, all that really fucking matters is your family in my mind, right? I have been a parent since I was 18 years old. I had Ariana. I had Brielle at like 19, 18, whatever, right around there. Ariana at 23 and was a single parent for many, 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 many years. When you become a mother, you'll understand that drive to succeed, that that passion. They give you another force behind your body that you'll never understand until you're there. I pass by a lot of my friends. My best friend, Jen, for example, is complete opposite of me. I don't know if you know, but when I asked her to be my maid of honor for my wedding, I thought, like, it's a given that you would do that and be that for me. She didn't want to be on TV, but didn't have the heart to tell me that. We're complete opposites, but she's always been so supportive. I've lost a lot of friends. I have very few. I can count on one hand who I would call my friend. Uh, Sean, I could call her right now and tell her I robbed a bank and she'd pick me up and be my getaway car in a New York minute. (laughs) I know that forever, right? Yeah. I think what what makes my heart tick is family. I think I don't talk to my family because of certain situations. And you can listen to previous podcasts on that. But, you know, I don't talk to my parents. There's a lot of jealousy. I talk to some of my family members. I think that you should focus on your marriage and your family. That's important. Yeah. I think no. it's like the most important. Yeah. And to, and to highlight your thought there, I, what I found out in, in the process of marrying Kim and, and building a family with her was she was was the biggest love of my life. I mean, I, I had loved football and I had loved friends and I had loved my family and I and and all these different things. I'd loved hunting, but when I had met Kim and and, and fallen in love, she became the biggest love of my life. Oh, thank you, baby. And so you want to nourish that and you want to focus on that. And I had a I mean, I literally built in a best friend. Like you don't <laughs> I mean friends are great, but you have your best friend every day right next to you. And that's what you'll find. Corey and I don't, we don't go to bars. We don't go out with our friends really. And we have six kids. That's a lot. So it's a little bit different than like the normal family per se in this day and age. Um, We're together 24 hours a day, seven days a week. 
He made me mad today, and I told him to go get an office and go to work there yeah, for a couple hours a day. <laughs> but, hey, she might show up at my office in a little skirt sometimes. In his fucking dreams. You know what? On a side note, I might just get an I office was at the for fucking, that reason. I was at the OBGYN. I swear to God, you guys. I was at a new OBGYN after 22 years. Dr. Hood, who delivered five out of my six kids, he retired, sent me to somebody else. It was not good. And so I wanted to find a new one. Did a poll on Instagram, found this lady. I'm in the office. I'm naked waiting for my annual pap smear and Croy texts me I'm gonna pull this shit up you <laughs> asshole I text Croy and I say while well, I'm sitting back there by myself how much do you think my wig my shoes and my clothes weigh I weighed blank blank pounds what the fuck he said haha maybe four pounds I said hmm he said fucking yummy because he likes me thick I said I'm going home and we're gonna weigh my clothes my wig and my shoes he said, I'll be your scale. I said, you're a fucking pervert. I hate these annual pussy appointments. I might just have to leave. But yeah, you can be my scale. He said, yeah, definitely don't envy this appointment for you. I said, what, when do you have to start coughing and shit for your doctor? He said, never anymore. That's only to check for a hernia. I said, oh. But I think at 40, I have to get the finger to check the prostate. I said, don't they fondle your balls? He said, no, that's just the nurses at the checkup. I said, in your dreams, you pervert. <laughs> he said, if you were my nurse, I would have taken you to the storage room after like my third to fourth checkup. I'm, I said, more like your 12th appointment, you prude ass. <laughs> I said, I would have taken you to the storage room on your first appointment. He said, just to make sure you couldn't resist one ounce. <laughs> I, I hope you guys know that Croy didn't touch me for like four uh, or five months. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't it touch happened. me one time. Like it did happened. not touch. I, I like, was having so much fun with you and Brielle and Ariana Croy, and just hanging out. And That's fucking every, dumb. You're 23 or four years old. Every like, date we went on, it was with the girls and we we just, it was so much so fun. So what? And then before I knew it, I was like, dang, I've been with this girl for like three months. This is, and never touched her. Damn. Try it out. Yeah. And you did. And there's KJ nine months later. <laughs> So, anyways, but anyways, it will become natural that you, uh, <laughs> you know, when it's the right one and it and it's just flowing, you'll just notice kind of things just fall away and and your focus just gets uh, real tight in on the things that are making you happy. So it's super easy to do. Yeah, when your pregnancy starts, enjoy every minute. It goes so fast, but feels so long. The years with your kids, the days seem long, and the years are so short. Um, Every day I look at my boys who KJ's like to my chin and I'm just like, oh my God, give me another one. It was fast. It's so fast. Thank you for your email so much. I uh, wish you guys the best. Have the biggest fucking wedding ever, like ever. A big wedding. Be super focused on your husband. We were told by our wedding planners team, focus on your husband that day. You only have one wedding. I think everybody runs around on a side note and tries to focus on all their family and saying hi to everybody, but you're going to see them again, but like enjoying your wedding and going back, like Corey ditched, we ditched our wedding and like went to our room at like one in the morning. Everybody partied on until 4 a.m. Right. <laughs> Corey had to work the next day because yeah. I wanted to be married 11, 11, 11, which was a fucking Friday in the middle of football season. Goodbye, uh, Corey. If you feel like you're drowning or you just need to <laughs> vent or maybe you've slept with your spouse or what? partner's sibling. Your spouse is or partner sibling. You up with your spouse or your uh, partner sibling. We and- have a lady who has, <laughs> has made. Can we start over? Feels no, like you're drowning you. and just need to vent, or maybe you've slept with your spouse or your partner sibling, and we'd like to hear it in today's episode. And do you need advice from us? Because we're about to give it. Yep. Yep. Holy shit. Yep. You are listening to Safe Space with uh, Kim, my wonderful wife, and myself, Croy. 
where we share our positive advice and relationship tips and plays uh, from our own personal parenting playbook at the Beerman House. Anything and everything uh, is nothing. Nothing's off limits to us. We're here to take your questions or your struggles and give you our advice on how we think uh, we would handle that if that was us or if we would never do something like that and you're just completely off the rocker, we'll tell you that. Uh, we don't care. We want to hear about it and we're here to help improve your life uh, so that our listeners can experience those uh, trials and tribulations with you and get better with us. So, okay, you guys. No, Corey, just jump to the shit. Like, go for do it. Do you or don't you? Should she let the cat out of the bag? This is a tough one, you guys. Anonymous. We never disclose where these emails are coming from. Unless you want us to. I mean, we can I drop would never. names. Yeah, no, you, you tell us. Say, drop the name. We're dropping the name. Nobody if it's going to be Mary from Mississippi. Drink your beer. Nobody wants the name If it's Mary from Mississippi and she's she's loving her, her husband's brother, then we'll, we'll let you know. But most of the times... We'll keep you anonymous. Anyways, we're going to talk about... Okay, let's just read the email. Fuck it. Hi, Kim and Croy. I love your podcast, and I really need advice. Okay. You guys ready? I am madly in love and have a beautiful relationship with my husband, but we have a dirty little secret. Oh, God. I already know not to say a word. That's what I think. That's my gut right now. It says, don't say a fucking word. Three years before I met my husband, I had a one-night stand with his brother. Ah! My okay. husband knows everything we keep, no secrets. It's very hard for me to get close to his brother's wife. She is so nice to me, but I know she doesn't know about this secret. The worst part is I accidentally told a family member family member while we were drinking one day. So there's a possibility that the secret will come out. What's your advice? What should I do if the secret comes out? Thank you for your advice. I need it. Don't say a fucking word. Who cares? Don't say a word. No, say it. Tell them. Tell them who? Tell everybody. Her husband? The no. husband knows. No, he doesn't know. Yes, he know. does. Three years before I met my husband, I had a one-night stand with his brother. My husband knows everything. We- no, she does not. My husband knows everything. We keep no secrets, right. but it's very hard for me to get close to his brother's the wife. The only person that doesn't know is the is the brother's wait, wife. Wait, whoa, 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 wait. I got to read. I'm madly in love with... And I have a beautiful relationship with my husband. Tell we him. have a dirty little secret. That's a lie. You're not reading it right. Yes, I am. I am madly in love and have a beautiful relationship with my husband. Yes. We have a dirty little secret. Yes. Three years before we. I met my husband, I had a one-night stand with his brother. Yes. My husband knows everything. We keep no secrets. It's very hard for me to get to close to his yes. brother's wife. Oh, yes. I guess I read it wrong. Tell the wife. It's okay. You didn't do anything Why wrong. Why did you tell the wife? Gross. You, you didn't no. do anything. Just You don't have to get into any details. So you're telling me, sweetie, anonymous? Honey, I am telling you, you need to tell his wife you you don't need to tell details Why? for what reason dude because you need unless to, she's confronted she says nothing no Quite. no Quite. no 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 so no opposite? you should always you should always be you on the front line having dinner at the olive garden you should be like hey by the way i fucked your husband no no, no. no. that's have ridiculous. a few glasses of wine maybe go no. for the spa day and just say hey you know uh, you know funny story back in the day i i I'm ran quick. across i ran across you know joe <laughs> your or husband's big dick and it was great by the way great <clears throat> whatever. it was a one night stand it wasn't like it was a relationship it was whatever things happen there's no why sh- does she need to know there's no shame in that because if she finds out from somebody else then it's going to be ooh, the secret oh and then it's going to be a big deal if you just tell her and she let- probably doesn't even give a shit she's going to be like isn't it great <laughs> Or something like that. No, she probably won't disagree. even care. Why are we so opposite, Ryan? I don't know. 
I think you should tell Wouldn't her. Wouldn't say a word, sweetie. Tell Trust her. me, I'm a girl. He's a guy. He no. wants to know the dirt. He's no. Tell he's perverted. Her. He wants to know. No, you want to tell her. You don't want any secrets. You never want secrets. Secrets Croy, are terrible. If her husband knows that she fucked his brother, we're good. Who Nothing cares? else matters. No. His wife doesn't even know she fucked her. <clears throat> him. Look, here's the other big problem, right? There isn't one. No, no. There is a massive problem because the brother hasn't told his wife that he slept with the sister-in-law. Okay, that's, don't make that face. That's ridiculous. Who cares? That's a problem. They probably well, fucked before maybe, they even maybe met. Maybe she's prettier. Maybe she's got bigger tits. You like that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't You're know. You're so stupid. Sweetie. I don't know. Sweetie. So I, guess, I don't know your name because my assistant hotter, just has anonymous I guess on if this. you're hotter than, 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 than his wife, you maybe should probably keep it a secret. Because there's a reason Man, why he hasn't told. Physical. Here's the thing. Maybe if there's you're a re- sweet and you would have ran across the basketball court and said, KJ was out. Two five-minute segments or whatever you call it or whatever. You know what, babe? That would have been so I don't know. hot to me. But now, there's baby. There's got to be a reason, Here's though. the thing. I There's, wouldn't say a fucking word. Yeah, and I if don't you know. were confronted, I'm second drinking, now. drink. No, listen to me. Trust me, I'm a female. She doesn't need to know anything. This happened before they met. I'm assuming. If not, give me the deets on all this. My assistant literally printed this out, and it says anonymous on the bottom of it, which is funny, because um, she knows when I drink my wine, I might say something, but I won't. Um, I think that the secret, if it does come out, and she asks you, be like. Oh my god, uh, that was, girl. That was years ago. Like I would play it off like it was no big deal. Right. You could. And, okay. I like that approach. Let's do that. Work. If if you're approached, then you're gonna be like, yeah, like well, I didn't think it was a big deal. Like I'm sorry. I've t- we were drunk. Dev- it was don't nothing. lie it was about nothing. it. Do not lie about it. If you're if you are questioned, definitely fess up. But I feel so bothered if it was like kitchen cash. Like oh, like I'd be like. No. If I was the mother, mother-in-law, no. whatever, I'd be pissed right now. So here's the thing. Nobody needs to know the secret. If you're confronted, which I feel like yeah. if you were to be confronted, it would be after a night of many drinks. You could be like, girl, oh my God, we were so hammered. I don't even remember that shit. That was years ago. I would play it off as nothing. Silly. Yeah, like silly. Like, oh my like, God, silly. P- totally not, downplay it. Say totally nothing. Totally downplay it. But don't downplay him. Just downplay the situation. Because if you downplay him, then she's going to feel inadequate and and she's gonna feel like she married like a dud. So just downplay the situation. Don't downplay him. So but, wait, how does your what I need but we to know, need to is, know why he no, hasn't said anything to the wife? Why? Because he's not stupid. That's like awkward. Like he would be. Oh really? You want to tell me you fucked my sister? Well, like yeah, that's if, weird. If I had, okay, if you had a sister and I had, I would be so fucking nervous that like all of a sudden like one day you'd Croy, find out and I'd be like, Croy. yeah, I've seen your sister's tits and they were in my face. Croy. And then we would not be together. See, so, that's my point. So you wouldn't say anything is my no, point. No, you can't hide anything from your wife. Well, we're married now and I'll chop you up. I know I'm you can't saying. hide anything. So he, it's his fault. Babe. It's the brother's fault. Whatever your name is, because my assistant's smart and she just put anonymous. But um, whatever your name is, I need to know if, what is your, okay, I need to know the logistics. So you met your husband, his brother in 1991. You fucked the brother in 1990. Like, I need to know the logistics. Like, I have to know. I need to know this. My recommendation with the information that I have today is I wouldn't say a fucking word. Yeah, unless if you're confronted. Yeah. If confronted, even if she's sober, be like, a girl. 
oh my god that was so many years ago like that we were drunk and it was like a wild night out like i don't even fucking remember that's no, how i would play that you're now playing him you just you just want to like oh you want to so say long. he was so great in bed baby no. like no you don't like i don't even fucking remember girl well, you we don't want to like, upplay or downplay the city. so how okay him. what does she say what is her exact just line like, yeah like oh my gosh that, that was i totally you know like i forgot or like i it, it was so long ago whatever you know like yeah like you know <laughs> you know Trust Let us me, know. sweetie. I'm a female. Don't say anything. I would downplay his but, ass. But like we, he has but, the smallest but, pecker in America. But you should ask your husband to talk to his brother and say, "Dude, you better maybe." I'm fi- so bothered by cash, KJ. Maybe and fix. I'm so bothered you by be, this. You better fix that with your wife. That that's 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 his. She doesn't need to know, that's, dude. Like, there's some secrets that are best kept unsaid. Oh, you're holding secrets, huh? No, baby. We've been together ten years. Okay. Like, we're past the no, secrets. There's no like, secrets. No, no best secrets kept unsaid. Like. Well, you know. I don't have a sister, thank fucking God, and you don't have a brother, so we're good. Well, for that arena. Yeah, I mean, Who like, knows? Baby, you're eight years younger than me. I wasn't playing in that arena. I was doing eight years older plus. You know what I'm saying? You said I like guys in wheelchairs. To be All honest. right. <laughs> Are you drowning or having a codependent relationship with your child? May sound strange, but it happens. All right. Am I going to? I can't really afford therapy, so I saw your post on Instagram and no, thought, what the have, hell? We have an email from JD. Oh. All wait. right. Oh, JD. Um, yeah, that's what I'm yeah. talking about. Yeah. She says, I'm a mom. Yeah. I'm reading above. I can't afford therapy, so I saw your post on Instagram and thought, what the hell? I'm a mom, first and foremost, and I clean houses as a side gift, which I love, but the Hubs is a major breadwinner. Our teenage son has ADHD and is so miserable in school. He hates every part of it, and because we're doing distant learning, it's falling on me to force him to do the work. I'm kind of a pushover girl like me. It's hard, especially with a son. So I've been doing much of his work, which I don't think I would do, but my kid and I seem to be in a codependent relationship and I'm drowning. I don't even feel like I'm a real person anymore. Oh my God, my heart. I feel you. This would be me in five years. I'm trying so hard to handle it all because of how much my hubby, my hubby works. Day after day, I fall deeper into feeling of how having so little value. I used to be bold, audacious, and now, well, there's not much of that left in me. Oh my God, my heart hurts. Recently, I did a Bordeaux. For, oh my God, for my husband, just for a minute, I felt so alive. I don't know how to have that feeling more often and still get my kid to graduate in a couple of years. I'm stuck, it seems. Any advice would help. Oh my God, my heart hurts so bad because I would take a bullet for my kids, all of them, any of them. I would do their work. I would do all of that, all of those things so I can feel exactly where you're at. But here's the thing. I think in essence what you're doing, my husband's very good at this because I would, let's go to Brielle, right? For example, Brielle, I did everything for her. I wiped her ass till she was 11. I blew dry her hair every night. I did everything for her, firstborn. Ariana, I was a single parent. So I was like, get up, get dressed. Let's make your waffle. Let's go, let's go, let's go. You can tell a difference in my girls, but yet they were raised by the same person, period. And so with that being said, I'm not oblivious to that. So with my kids, my boys, girl, Kaya, I know that me doing their work for them is not to their highest and best. You have to look at where they're going, what they're learning, and what they're doing. ADHD, I will tell you this, right? Because I I definitely feel like my mom gave me a book when I was like 21. I definitely feel like I have it. There's so many herbal ways to help your child with that. I don't believe in Adderall. I don't believe in all of these other drugs that children are given and, and take. I don't. Uh, I dealt with ADHD most of my life. I feel like maybe 13 and on. Um, and it's been actually a gift because I'm able to manage 
so many companies and do so many different things at the same time. So you don't want to drown that out from somebody. You just want to subdue it to a point where they can effectively complete one task at a time, if that makes sense. Yeah. So go ahead. Yeah, no, fantastic perspective there and, and great advice. I will tell you this. When somebody has a condition that, that can maybe make things more more challenging or more difficult, ADHD, uh, any type of situation like that, I think maybe where, the reason why you're potentially feeling like you're drowning is because you're trying to take on more than you should be taking on. Okay, mm-hmm. It's not your responsibility to be the teacher. You were not educated to be a teacher, is my guess. You don't have a degree in teaching. You don't have a degree in all those things. Right now, it's your responsibility to be a mom. It's your responsibility to to teach uh, boundaries, uh, to keep those structures in place that you've set up as a family, uh, whether it's school, whether it's playtime, whether it's dinner time, whether it's TV time, whatever those is, those will stay the same. If, if there's a task to be done, whether it's a chore or school or whatever, this is what we're going to do. And I think where where you need to maybe maybe just take a take a breath is that it's going to be okay if maybe your child isn't necessarily advancing that you as far as you think he should, or or maybe advancing at all as long as he is maintaining his continued education level. Okay, he's not falling behind, right? We don't we don't want him to start to start not to like forgetting things. But if you don't achieve all 13 assignments that he's supposed to get done and you only achieve, achieve three, that's better than nothing. I what think you're doing I, is totally fine. What you're doing is totally okay. I'm going to interrupt you here. I had parents that were, you know, they said, you have to go to college. You, you, you have to be, a, you know, something. You have to go to college. I said, mom, I want to be famous, blah, 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 blah. You have to do something. So I went to nursing school because I didn't want to be a hairdresser like my mom, right? And I loved it and I was pushed to do it, but I also did it all on my own. My mom said, basically, whatever you choose to do, you're going to do on your own. I grew up super fast. I didn't have my mom helping me through like she did high school, right? When I get home from high school and I would have a project too, my mom would help me. My dad would build whatever it would be that I needed for science class, right? I actually graduated high school early and you know, I had that support. When it came to nursing school, my mom was like, huh. You're on your own. Like, you're going to do it and you're going to do it on your own. I grew up so fucking fast. I still, on all six of my kids, look back and think to myself, how did my mom do that? How did you take a stance? Because I, obviously, as you would, JD, I feel like we're very similar in this aspect that we would do our kids' work and do all these things to help them and guide them. But in the end, it's actually doing all their work for them and them not doing it themselves is inhibiting, right? Their growth. Right. And I think I've seen that with Brielle so black and white, the difference between Brielle and Ariana that I, that God showed me so black and white that I don't do that with Kaya, for example, or my boys. And I think you need to look at it like this as much as, and I think moms, you can all sympathize with me. We would all do everything for all of our children. It just is what it is. But there comes a time and a place and a point where you just have to take a step back and you say, you know what? They're on their own. Like they have to do it. Croy is the only driving force in my life as to why I took a step back from Brielle and a step back from Ariana and let them grow on their own. It's hard as shit. But 
you're not allowing them to grow if you're doing everything for them. And then not only on top of that, but you're also drowning yourself and continuing to do it because in your heart, you know, it's not right. It's not a good feeling. You know, in your heart, like this is not what you should be doing. And then you're losing yourself and you're fighting for your child and it becomes like almost an internal battle. I think you need to stop regroup. I love to run because I can think and regroup because I obviously, I think, I don't know that anybody can understand what it's like for a mother's love. Um, you would do anything for them, but it's not healthy, right? So you focus on you, you explain that this is to your highest and best. I think as far as ADHD, my parents never wanted to give me medicine. They always gave me books and research on ways to deal with ADHD without being medicated. And it's been to my highest and best. I own three companies that are super successful, a TV show. There's people that have ADHD. It's not like a fault per se. Um, so my parents tried to focus on like the benefits of it, which I appreciate. There's ways you can do like acupuncture or herbal medicine and ways to manage it. But I think with a man, especially, or a boy in particular, I let Croy raise our sons when I wanted to walk across the basketball court and say that my son was not playing for those 10 minutes. I know as a mother that I need to take a step back and like, I want my boys to be men like their dad. So that's hard for me to take a step back with my boys. But every time I realize, okay, my husband's amazing. He's a great husband, a great father. I'm going to take a step back and let him do what he does, but it's not easy. It's like, eh, you got to do it, but it's not always easy. Yeah. Well, Fantastic, fantastic information. <laughs> Wrapping You're it up so here, I, I would I would just say, join forces with your husband. Make sure you guys stand your ground. Find what motivates your teenage son, right? Uh, wh- whatever that is that motivates him, and and use that to your advantage to say, look, if, if you want to, if where where you want to be in a couple years, you you need to get this done to get there. Uh, Again, what whatever he finds as recreational, those privileges can be lost if those. Her uh, husband's working a ton. She's right, trying right. To so, but him. he's she's he's to, still like, there. Act like she's handling it all on her no, own. You you shouldn't be doing it on your own. That's my point. You're you're feeling like you're drowning because you are trying. But to Then do he it on starts your own. getting bad grades, and then he's her husband's That's working his. all the so time. So again, too, it, it's you you you're only responsible for so much as a parent right we as parents we want to take it all on we want to pack on the on the luggage and I pack take a on, bullet for right. any one of my children but at some day, point at some point it's it's no longer your responsibility as a parent and it's up to your child to handle their own responsibilities well as much as i as i don't have a relationship with my parents i will say this and i've said it many times before is that i have the utmost respect for the way that they raised me from a standpoint of like you're on your own like you need to do it. You're 16. Get your license. Here's your car. They had it loan in my name for six thousand dollars for my little Acura Integra. Like I have the um, like I as a parent look at it like holy shit. How did you do that? Like my heart, right? Like how did you do that? Sure. So I think there's a middle ground. Like I think my parents were extreme. I think I'm extreme to the point where like I wanted Croy to go across the court and say KJ didn't play for those 10 minutes or whatever and like fight his battle. And Croy said, it's fine. It's fine. There's a balance. I'm still learning that balance. I may have to learn that balance the rest of my life. If I didn't have my husband, it would probably be a different ball game. Yeah. But I know raising sons is way different than girls. And so from, from a mother to mother, I think that you should allow him to be a man fight his own battles. It's very difficult because the connection between a mother and a son is really different but you want to raise a man. 
Yeah. And I think that you need to take a step back and let him fight his own battles and also give yourself a little bit of space too. Like it's not your responsibility to continue to guide him and, and make him into who you want him to be. Let him grow into who he needs to be. Right. Uh, I'll end on this. I've never found anything wrong with communicating anything to anybody. So communicate to your husband your feelings. Communicate your feelings to your son. Communicate what you're struggling with, what you're disappointed with, what you see you're proud of him for, What all those things. Let him know what is happening in that situation, what he's causing, what you're causing, all those things. If his behavior is causing you anxiety, say, hey, hey, whatever, you know, please. It's funny that you're saying this you because— You have to communicate. You have to talk. He's a person. Croy is— a little quiet, right? I'm, I over communicate. I feel with my kids, not necessarily you, babe, but like with my kids, I over communicate because I didn't feel like my parents communicated at all. And so Croy, Croy knows what happened in the basketball game, for example, right? He knows what went wrong or what Kane could have done better or KJ or cash or whatever. I don't know that, but I know their feeling. So what I love about my marriage with you, babe, is that you, know the sports. I don't know the sports, you guys. I don't. But I know that I am going to bring out the positive in the experience, period. Fantastic. So. Well, we well what the fuck? You're we, like, fantastic. I know. We love you guys as listeners. We are absolutely uh, just so grateful for House of Kim listeners. Uh, if you need advice, maybe you're too afraid to bring it up to your family or your friends or your husband or whatever, we're here for you. We'll give you our best opinion our best advice or how we would handle that ask him ask myself we're very uh, different croy we're very different how we would handle that situation and you can take kim's side or my side they're gonna take my <laughs> who side. knows that's exactly what safe space is for uh email us say as your name yeah. house of kim at kim zolciak.com yep 323-213-8100 for a text or a voicemail you can leave it uh, if you want us to say your name, we will. If you don't, we won't. We're not Who saying cares? your name, period. We're Who not cares? saying your name. Yeah. Nobody wants us to say their name, Great. baby. Maybe somebody does. Maybe somebody. That might be freeing for somebody. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you think we're going to be the fucking cause <laughs> yeah. of their divorce? Yeah. No. no. Well, who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe fucking Steph wants to turn this podcast on for fucking Joe to hear to finally be us to free her. Who knows? Okay. If, if you want that, we're here for that. You know, like. Let me go anything, free you, baby. Come on. Anything and everything. Uh, we absolutely love you guys. Thanks, you guys, so much for tuning into House of Kim. We will see you next week. Have an awesome week. Thanks for listening to The House of Kim with Kim Zolciak Bierman. Catch new episodes weekly at pioneerpodcasting.com and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Love the show? Don't forget to leave a rating and review. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.